0: This show includes adult conversations around sometimes sensitive topics. Check the show notes at cxmhpodcast.com for trigger warnings.
1: I will be your comfort zone When you're feeling nice lost alone
2: Welcome to the CXMH Podcast
1: Right, welcome. We are here today for this special bonus episode with the Sarah Fader, CEO and founder of Stigma Fighters. Uh, you'll remember her from episode two. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Steve Austin. Uh, how are both of you today? I'm,
0: I'm doing well. I heard that Steve's kiddo is sick.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it's no fun. She's been sick all night long. But right now, at this moment, she is napping on the couch. And I'm hoping that she stays there for a couple of hours because she needs to sleep. So it's all good. It's dad life, you know?
0: I hear that. Yeah, we've been down with strep for the past week. Mm. And uh, it's been no fun. Oh, I I wanted to ask if I can curse on this show or not.
2: Yes. You can curse. You little cursor. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, because I I actually, um, you know, sometimes it just comes out. What was I? I wanted to say something about something, but of course my brain is not functioning. So I'll let you guys (laughs) figure out life. For me.
2: (laughs) This is why I love Sarah Fader right here. Uh,
1: I
0: love you.
2: So honest. Well, today we are
1: talking about a hashtag that that you started, Sarah. This is going to be a pretty relevant episode. It's going to be our quickest turnaround ever. We're nice and culturally re- relevant here. Uh, but the hashtag, this is what anxiety feels like.
0: Let me just rudely interrupt you because um, I, of course, remembered what I wanted to say at the most inopportune time.
1: Fair enough. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what I wanted to say was that I am not a narcissist, and I'm not the Sarah Fader because I want to be the Sarah Fader. Somebody took Sarah Fader on Twitter, and Twitter won't give me at Sarah Fader.
1: Oh well, that's understandable.
2: Well, yeah, I mean- and I'm
0: i I'm I'm actually really upset about it.
2: I am Steve Austin, and that's pretty narcissistic too. So well, that's just a statement <laughs> of fact, right? I mean, I am right. You
0: know? No, yeah, it's true. I don't. I don't feel like there's anything narcissistic about that. You're just stating who you are.
1: Yeah. Okay. You could. You could have at Steve Austin underscore not Stone Cold.
2: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Our friend Kevin Garcia is the Kevin Garcia. That's so
1: true.
2: It's all good, and he's not narcissistic. Man,
1: now yeah, maybe
2: it's I true. Switch mine. I
0: just don't want to. I don't want to come off like I'm, like, some great, awesome person. Like, I mean, not that I'm not awesome, but you know what I mean.
2: I feel like you're great and awesome, you personally. You a, Sarah Aww. Fader. a- oh, but right. she's not a. She's the serifator. You're totally true. the serifator. Whatever.
0: Yeah, let's, let's just own that shit, you know? Let's do
2: it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of being anxious.
1: Yeah. Yes. Here we go. I'll, I'll reintroduce, I guess. We're talking with Sarah today about a hashtag that she started and then over the past few days, this past weekend, went viral, was trending, whatever other words I can use to make me sound like I know what social media is doing, Um, but was all over the place to the point where a friend of mine who has no interaction with you or anything like that uh, independently tweeted using the hashtag hashtag. And I saw it and thought it was so awesome that I sent it to you because that it's it's making its rounds in my normal people life as well, which is crazy.
0: I love that. That makes that's me the happiest cool. ever. Like, that's the coolest thing. That's the coolest thing about social media is that it just – the you can reach so many people.
1: Yeah. Well, tell – what – is there I'm sure there's not like a you know, deep, dark story behind it. But what made you start this hashtag? The hashtag is hashtag this is what anxiety feels like.
0: So what I want to say about this is that it was totally random, which is usually the way that these things happen for for me, personally, right? Um, I am an extremely intuitive person and I pay attention to when I have ideas and ideas to me feel a certain way. Uh, like I get this feeling like, oh shit, that's such a good idea. I have to do something with this. Like, that's how it happens to me. I just get this really like nagging feeling and I have to follow it. And that's what happened with this, which is that, I am always anxious. I mean, like 99% of the time because I have an anxiety disorder. I have panic disorder and I have uh, PTSD. And I also have ADHD, which is a different kind of anxiety, but it's still under the category of anxiety. So this weekend I was sick with strep throat and um, I was feeling really needy and like texting friends. And I really have a... um, a short attention span because of having ADD. So like if I text somebody and they don't respond like within five minutes, it feels like forever. <laughs> and so oh God, and, and I, know, I
2: know this feeling, <laughs> right? You I'm know what here I'm here talking like, about, pizza? right? Yes.
0: <laughs> it's like the worst feeling ever. And then, so it was terrible because I, I had texted my friend, my childhood friend who lives in Portland because I'm going there and I was asking if I could stay with her for a few days. And I, first of all, that in itself is a very anxiety producing thing for me to have to ask to stay at someone's house. I feel like really awkward about it, you know? And so I texted her and I didn't hear from her. And then, the, and it, and the minutes felt like, like forever. Right. I'm, I'm like, oh, shit, she doesn't want me to stay with her. It's t- awful. Right. I, I'm like, she hates me. She doesn't ever want to talk to me again. And so I wrote on Twitter something along the lines of when you're waiting for someone to text you back and you feel like they hate you. I can't remember the exact what I, exactly what I said, but something like that. And then I I hashtagged it with this is what anxiety feels like. And because I, I wanted people to understand how awful that feeling is, I mean, you guys said it right there, right? You get how that feels, yeah?
2: Yep, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So then, what I did? So then, people were like, "Dude, yes." And then I'm like, "You know what? I bet a lot of fucking people feel like this." So I I opened up the floor and just said, "You know what? How does anxiety make you feel?" Because. I don't want to feel like I'm the only person who is anxious. Well, first of all, that's not, it's, it's highly unlikely that that would be the case. And I know that there are anxious people out there who think like me. And so I wanted to, I wanted people to have an opportunity to express that. And that's why I created this hashtag and it blew up and it was really, really validating to hear some of the, um, the stories. But can you guys please tell me that you're that I'm not the only one who feels like that waiting for a text back? No,
2: Absolutely you're not the not. only one. And what I love about this is it just goes back to what we talked about in episode 2 with the power of storytelling and it's you living it out. It's you using this huge Twitter platform that you have with 15,000 followers or something crazy and Saying join me tell me I'm not alone. I'm telling you that you're not alone. Let's not be alone together You know, it's it's powerful. So I appreciate it so much.
1: Yeah
0: I'm so glad and just just as an epilogue to that story my friend did text me back It was like hours later and I felt like I was gonna die Um, But it turns out the reason that she didn't text me was that her and her husband are not gonna be in town They're going to Utah for three weeks. So she felt bad Saying no to me, and that it was that was it was her stuff.
2: Mm, it had right. nothing See? to do with me. Yep. In in the words of the prophet Michael Jackson, you are not alone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> huh? I love it.
1: Oh, You're welcome. That's awesome. Well, can you share with us some of your favorites? You don't necessarily maybe have to read who tweeted them or anything, but some ones that really impacted you, or Steve, if you want to do the same thing, but uh, with so many people sharing them, there are some that, that you really related to, I would assume. All right. She said all um, right, like she was country. I that? said all right.
2: All right. Yeah, I can, I I I can rock
0: the southern accent, you know.
2: <laughs> Whatever.
0: <Okay>? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Actually, I have a friend from Alabama, and that's how we talk sometimes. <laughs> Together, you know? Oh.
2: Gosh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, fantastic! Mm-hmm.
0: It's not the same as Steve, though. It's not the same.
2: Well, we can't all be like molasses. Okay, let's no, see. Some let's roll. I'm, I'm
0: finding some good ones. Yeah, finding things. Unable to face new places, familiar, familiar places, big crowds, small crowds. Each bring their own set of triggers.
2: Mm. Being late
0: often. That is from... Um,
2: oh, go ahead. That's from who?
0: Oh, that that is from Coco Lanell. I want to find a really good one. Like Coco
2: the top. Linnell. So, Scarlet... Coco Scarlet Kada says, being late often because you're fighting a tug of war every day just to get yourself out of bed. Mm. I remember oh my
0: God, those so... days.
2: I have had mm. seasons of that, and it sucks so bad.
0: Yes, totally. Okay, this one has like... A thousand favorites. When your chair tips back and you almost fall but catch yourself, that sensation mm-hmm. for no reason and for
1: hours. That's mm-hmm. it. That was one of the yep. ones I saw. Yep.
0: Yeah that that was that was powerful because I do get physiological symptoms with anxiety.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was another a similar one that I remember seeing and I'm, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm probably gonna mess it up. But it was something about when you miss a step going down the stairs. And then there's that split second of, you know, uh, I'm going to fall all the way down before you kind of catch yourself. That it, it was referring to that, but over time as well, kind of similar to that one.
0: Okay, here's the original tweet that I sent, which was, nobody wants to be my friend today because they are taking more than 30 seconds to reply to my text messages.
1: Mm,
2: there it is.
0: Yeah, Oh, and this, this is probably one of my favorites here. By Jennifer Stansberry, having to be reassured that people enjoy being around you, but you feel like you're annoying 100% of the time.
1: Mm.
2: This one is like, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Stacy Taco Pool um, says, a little voice tells me my friends and family will suddenly stop loving me if I don't do X or Y.
0: God, it's just oh that God, need yes. to
2: perform. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It, it's this constant need, I think, because anxiety convinces you that people have to tolerate you, mm-hmm. right? That you're not someone that people want to be around, but that you are something, somebody that needs, oh, oh, here she goes again, you know, type of thing.
2: Yeah. It's amazing to me how shame feeds so hardcore into anxiety and so that goes to Brene Brown and she talks about shame is the fear of not being enough and so you know I wrote about that in my book the fear of not being husband enough not being sane enough not being Christian enough not being father enough not being enough that's what we fear and so when that shame is is back there behind all this stuff man and then you've got an anxiety disorder it just ramps through the roof
0: Yes. Yes. I'm going to share something with you guys that um, is, I I have a lot of kind of shame associated with. So I don't necessarily get along with one of my children's teachers. Um, And she, I have trouble like asking her questions about things. And so one time I tried to stop her in the hallway and she was like, I can't talk to you and just walked away. And it was really embarrassing for me. Yeah. She's like, I can't talk right now, but didn't give me another option. wasn't like, call me later, email me, you know, so it was, it made me self-conscious that I'm a burden, that, you know, like my anxiety was really triggered.
2: Mm. God, sucks.
0: And it's like, you know, people are like, oh, you should just not take it personally or don't be so sensitive. And you're like, well, yeah, but I am sensitive and anxious. Mm.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah. I heard a guy speak yesterday, um, John Scott, um, who is one of the co-hosts of the Holy Heretics podcast, a fantastic podcast. Um, They call it Alternative Theology for Spiritual Misfits, right? And so I'm like, oh, that's me all day long, every day. But um, John came and spoke yesterday, and um, man, he was talking about – being at a place where and he was talking about from like a spiritual journey but this applies in so many areas i think that he For so long, he would feel the need to um, argue his point, prove himself, uh, you know, really get into these heated sort of debates because it it matters. What we believe matters, you know. But he said he's now at this place where it's like, you know what? This is the journey that I'm on. And you may not understand it because you've never lived this journey that I'm walking in. I may not understand yours, you know, for political reasons or uh, religious reasons or whatever the case may be. that that we just don't get other people. But what I took away, and this is not even what he said explicitly, but what I took away from this guy is he was so at peace with himself. And because of that, there was such a confidence. And I thought, man, for me with anxiety, if I could do that, if I could just be at peace with who I am and and be like, you know what? I, I like myself. Maybe I'm not perfect, maybe I don't have it all figured out, but I like me and I'm working really hard to be the best me that I can be, there would be so much confidence there to just sort of, and I know this doesn't always work, but to be able to brush it off. Now, you can't do that when anxiety creeps up for no reason and it's whispering in your ear that you're a piece of shit, but it it helped me at least to say, golly, if if I could just love me a little bit more that might help. Yeah. And it's true and I
0: think that that's ultimate, now my totally, it's ultimately it's it's ultimately yeah. No, it's 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 ultimately the goal is really to 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 work to love yourself and um I remember having this conversation when I was 19, I think. What I was at in college and my uncle took me out for lunch and he's a clinical psychologist and I said, "How do you Oh No, I asked him, I said, are you confident? Are you a confident person? And he said, sometimes I am and sometimes I'm not. My It changes, you know? Mm. And I think that answer always stayed with me because I don't, I feel like some days you feel like shit and some days you feel great about yourself. And sure. I think the expectation to love yourself every day is unrealistic, you know? Like, that's why... A lot of shame perpetuates itself, right? Because mm. we have to, we feel this like, well, I feel bad because I don't like myself today. You know, that makes, it almost makes you feel worse, right? So yeah. I think the goal for me is to be okay with where I am in this moment.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, hey, we want to thank you so much for the hashtag. We know it's helping a lot of people, um, feeling less alone, feeling like there are people that relate to what they're going through. Uh, I know you've created it into a Twitter account now, and there's a a blog post uh, by you on it and Steve, and I've actually seen a couple people writing about it. So thank you. Keep up the good work, kicking ass. The Sarah Fader, you can connect with her on social media or check out what Stigma Fighters is doing. Thank you so much, Sarah.
0: I love, love you guys.
1: Thanks for being here. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. Uh, yes. I want to
0: come back like all the time.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll make it work.
2: <laughs> you have a great day, my friend. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Have fun, guys. Thank all right. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.